Welcome to the American Mutos Show. I'm your host, Eric Mutos. What is happening in Maui and why are we not able to question the narrative right now? Well, Lahaina Maui wasn't always a dry, fire-prone region. Historically, it was lush. It was a wetland. It was the home of some of the world's earliest aquaculture systems, called it Lokoia. But at the dawn of the 20th century, sugar barons illicitly diverted water to irrigate the lands that they had taken. Uh, so now, descendants of those barons amass vast profits from controlling our irrigation, our land use, our political influence. Uh, the largest corporation and biggest political donor and landowner is called Alexander and Baldwin. Those are two of the original quote-unquote big five families. They're still around today. Uh, so, you know, if they didn't divert that water, if they didn't introduce invasive dry grass, um, Lahaina would have would have never burned. Um, it's that simple. So as we rebuild, it's it's really critical to uphold uh, the vision of public land and, and water rights, uh, re returning it to the people uh, and kind of restoring the, the harmony of nature that uh, my ancestors uh, knew very well. Before we get going with my next guest, Matt Roski, I just want to read a few points. Mainstream media is definitely not talking about and what the government's response was. No sirens. Refused to release water, which caused the people to burn to death. Literally, people could not spray down their own houses because the water was shut off. Police were ordered to stop people from escaping the fire, corralling people back up into the fire. Residents were not allowed to leave unless they get permission slip from the government, but the government decided to shut this option down. Biden's six satanic deep state handlers had him tweet this out. We're laser focused. Laser focus. We'll talk about that in a little bit on getting aid to survivors, including critical needs assistance and a one time $700 payment per household. I'm sure Ukraine is super jealous that somebody else is getting a tiny, tiny bit of attention. Did you know that in June of 1970, the U.S. Department of Agriculture published a secret report called Forest Fires as a Military Weapon? It was declassified and made public in 1983. It covers fuel distribution, different types of vegetation, climate factors. Let me read you some excerpts from the report. Forest fires have the potential to both remove concealing vegetation, thus assisting in intelligence operations, and to destroy stores and facilities over a wide area within a short time. In September 1965, SINPAC requested that the Joint Chiefs of Staff take action to expedite the development of a device capable of destroying large areas of jungle or forest growth by fire. Further research was conducted in 1968 and 1969 to determine the specific limiting factors for forest fire initiation in humid tropical forests. Both test fires and naturally occurring forest fires were observed and analyzed in Malaysia, Vietnam, Thailand, Australia, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and the southeastern United States. If you want to know more about this, you can look up Operation Sherwood Forest, Operation Hot Tip, and Operation Pink Rose. Next time you think to yourself, the government wouldn't do that, that's crazy. Just take a look at what's been declassified. Just take a look at what they've already done. Most videos right now are being fact-checked all over Instagram on just simply questioning. A book that was written about two to three days after the bombs, and I say bombs because that's what the governor of Hawaii said it was. In one of my videos I'm gonna play right now was completely, the audio was taken off of Instagram. Guys, Instagram just pulled the audio on this video that almost had a quarter of a million views, so please share it again on your stories communists. Take a real close listen what the governor of Hawaii had to say about the fires. It does appear like a bomb and fire went off. All of those buildings virtually are going to have to be rebuilt. It will be a new Lahaina in its own image, its own values. It's going to be billions of dollars. We are so coordinated with state, county, and federal support. Six hours to get the approval from the president. 
to bring those resources in. This was, of course, a shock to see a hurricane and its winds. I think that we're seeing this for the first time in many different parts of the world. I've been contacted by several governors across the country to share their experiences in a time where global warming is combined with strengthening. So let's just go over a few of the red flags that he said. Very coordinated. Bomb and fire went off. All we will need to rebuild is billions of dollars in its own likeness and own image with its own values. What does that even mean? And it's so coordinated with state, county, and federal support that within less than six hours, they got approval from the president to bring resources, hurricane-type winds that just happened to be the same time as the bomb-like fire. Governors calling to share their experience. So we start the press conference out with bombs and explosions, then set up how we're going to get some smart cities in Hawaii, and then we end it with 2030 propaganda of global warming. Right. So since that video came out, like I was saying, like Charlie Kirk shared it and Stu Peters shared it and a couple other people on their big podcast shared it, the fact checkers had to come in on this one. And I actually kind of feel a little bit honored to tell you the truth on this one. No, the governor of Hawaii did not say that a bomb and fire went off. No, he said that it appeared. And that's what I had played in the video. And it's his own words. This is what I'm talking about. So logically facts, this is where it comes from. This is this is a pretty big you know, fact-checking agency that says it's from the UK, which I question. The context, a video of Eric Mutsos claiming a conspiracy of coordinated action behind the Hawaii, spelled Hawaii's by local, fire has gone viral on social media. Mutsos shared a video of the news conference by the Hawaii governor, Josh Green, saying that it does appear like a bomb and fire went off, like it's saying, right? And by the way, this looks like it's AI just picking this up and writing it on its own. Why would it say spelled Hawaii's by locals? Why would it do that if it was a regular person? So what did they just do on my Instagram? Just barely, like not too long ago, like today, they just hit it with false information again. So first they took the sound off of it and then they had to have somebody write this up so they could tie it to it with my name on it. Mutsos is known to peddle QAnon conspiracies. Has anybody ever heard me talk about Q? This is false information. This is slander. If anyone who has a whole bunch of money that just needs to spend it, I'll take it and sue these people. Uh, let's see here. QAnon conspiracies and propagate false claims about global warming, climate change, and the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, which I was right on all of that. And I'm going to be right about climate change. You guys, this is the deal. That Right? What's happening? These natural disasters. Okay, I'm just telling you straight up. The natural disasters that are happening right now. This is the new virus. This is the thing. This is the new COVID. These natural disasters that you're going to start seeing happen all over the globe. Okay? And guess what the vaccine's going to be? The, the vaccine. It's going to be climate lockdowns and it's going to be smart city gulags. And I know that's hard for people to hear, but I'm telling you, that's the next move. And what I think, and I could be wrong, I hope I'm wrong, that's when they collapse the dollar and that's when they bring everybody into these smart cities because nobody can drive and that's when you literally have to bow down to the beast government in order to get your bread. And then this video might boil your blood just a little bit. This is Herman Endea. He's the Maui Emergency Management Agency Administrator. He's asked, do you regret not sounding the sirens? This is his response. Do you regret not sounding the sirens? I, I do not. And the reason why... And so many people said they could have been saved if they had time to escape. Had a siren gone off, they would have known that there was a crisis emerging. And as we know, so many bodies were found in the ground 
as you the want plane's him, Do you want him to heels. give you the answer? Or I do, do you but I want to I well, let, let him finish his I'm answer. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people. Well, you're talking and I let him talk. And old Hermie looks like he just lost his job for saying that. Now here's a very heated press conference today about public trust when talking about the governor and defending his team's response says that social media is not a news source. So the question is around public trust. Well, first and foremost, if you're relying on social media, with all due respect... That's just an example, sorry. Well, that's the example you used. Yeah. It's a terrible example because social media is the worst source. Well, sir, you just have to go out and talk out people out of the street. I think you'll let me answer the question as governor. Doing reporting through social media is idiotic. Doing reporting in person is intelligent. I'm glad you're doing some of that. We also, as you can imagine, are speaking to people constantly. Everyone is speaking to me through my cell phone. Same can be said of our local officials. We are local people like you described. Don't use social media to judge these questions. You have people who are predators on social media. We know that for a fact. You have people who want to spread negativity. I think you're aware that in this state, for the last, going on five years now, I and others give you raw data. Raw data on these, on these crises. I remember these are the same individuals that forced everybody to stay away from each other in person to talk about things because of their last deep state scam and forced everybody online to talk about it. So I know it can be enjoyable to say there are failures, that there's lack of trust, you can look here and see if you can trust me. You can look at this strong gentleman behind me as mayor and ask whether you trust him. But please, do not rely on people who fancy themselves as influencers. The word influencer, right off the bat, suggests that they want to influence you in a position which will increase the clicks on the absolute nerve that these people have after everything that happened, the death, the destruction. They're saying that over a thousand people are missing. After this catastrophe, what are they worried about? Don't listen to influencers online. Put away your tablets and put away your phones. Get off your phone. Get off your tablet. We will provide you with the information that you need to consume. We are in charge of you and everyone else needs to shut the hell up. Now listen to what they're telling Fox News because they're starting to ask questions and they're saying this is a media-free zone. Now, Pete, I can tell you that to my knowledge, we here at Fox are the only national media in West Maui. West Maui is isolated physically and in terms of information from the rest of the world. Cell service is rough. And the only reason we got here is that, as you know, my family's been here for something like 40 years and we have property here to mm -hmm. get through the security checkpoints. In fact, Pete, the mayor of Maui yesterday tried to kick us out of West Maui saying it's a media free zone. It's not. There is a First Amendment. There's United States Constitution. And this is America. Wow. I mean, think about think about this uh, just completely blankets the entire social media. What about the social media that agrees with you to say that social media is what he's saying is a problem, governor? Like, think about how he is reacting to this right now. Because mostly in social media, we are just simply asking questions and using your own damn sound clips, Governor. People on the island that were corralled, people that were on the island that has testimony that they can tell you, and it's going on social media, and you don't like it. What are they afraid of? Why are police officers corralling people to not even get out of the flames? Well, the roads were being blacked off right in front of me, and I, from the cops, 
and I would go to the next street and that would be blocked off and the next one and they just blocked everything off, forced everybody down on Front Street in which then the flames were coming over our vehicles, not on our vehicles, but the flames are coming over top of our vehicles. And what, what street do you want? Why are other police officers coming in and shutting down operations where people, just regular citizens, are giving provisions and food to the Hawaiian people that need help? This stuff boils my blood as a former police officer. This guy should be standing for the Constitution and the people. He should be serving the people, not his department. My next guest is Matt Roski. He founded Cultivate Elevate to bring back information that has been suppressed and caused our society to become sicker and weaker. The mission is to educate and empower individuals, rise above the state of fear, because there are always solutions. But before we get going, here is our sponsor. And no, I didn't pay Charlie Kirk to say this or endorse it, but it's pretty awesome. The solution is giving permanent absolute power to the same people who can't handle a wildfire. Listen carefully. There's this amazing video that went viral this weekend. I want to make sure I give attribution to him. This guy in a black shirt talking in a microphone. He was super smart the way he did it. I want to make sure I give it because a lot of his points I'm actually just taking from him. It's freedomblends.com. So I want to make sure I give uh, credit to him, freedomblends.com, where he really picked apart this guy's video, the governor of Hawaii. Matt, thank you so much for joining. Um, I thought I was the only crazy one talking about this uh, Hawaii stuff. Um, but here you were, uh, Instagram hitting all your videos for false information. But bef- before we get into that, how are you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm happy that the information is getting out, regardless if it's being fact-checked or censored or any of that. You know, it shows people a different side. And that was the whole purpose of all my videos was to just show a different side of things. And, you know, seeing all the stuff that happened to the people is absolutely horrendous. And, you know, the truth needs to be said about what happened rather than what's being reported. That's right. But, but Matt, you don't live in Hawaii. You shouldn't have an opinion about this. Have you got those comments yet? I've had, had a lot of comments of people, you know, you're not on the islands. You're not here. You know, and I've even said, I'm not trying to take away anything from the islands. I'm not trying to take anything away from the people. I'm just trying to present another side and people who are on the islands and what they are saying, because that's a part I've noticed with the media. It's not being shown. There's lots of people who are on the ground, like in the grassroots showing things, and they're not having their voice heard, which is crazy because how do you report a story if you don't ask the people what's happening? Yeah, it's like the narrative is the narrative. I posted a video that actually got to Charlie Kirk. It got to um, call a couple other pretty big names, uh, Stu Peters. And my video was just simply breaking down the governor's own words. 
This was a bomb-like fire. We've we've been in really great direct communication with the feds, local, state governments. We got aid and assistance within six hours. Um, what else was on there? Oh, uh, governors calling me about climate change and about their experience with climate change. I mean, the oh, we're going to rebuild in our own likeness, in our own image, um, with our own values. I'm like, what does that even mean? Um, but anyway, one of my videos got picked up, but your video was circulating. It got into my inbox like tons of times. And I'm like, I just got to get Matt on the podcast and we got to break this down. So, cause now I can put this on rumble and we can put it on our, uh, telegram channels so that people can have the information, at least what we know, um, absolute facts too, not just like, not just a narrative. So, so kind of break this down as quickly, but as thoroughly as you possibly can for somebody that's like, I don't know much about the Hawaii deal. Let's break it down. So, okay. Well, if we start with the beginning, they talk about how the media is reporting that this was climate change and the climate change caused all of this. And that's because, you know, things are warming and colding and getting cold and everything at the same time. So, you know, that's, that's the first part of this. That's what the narrative is saying. And the governor was saying that and all of these things. Now, when I started doing research on this, what was strange to me was the hurricane was over 500 to 600 miles away from the islands. Mm -hmm. It was nowhere near the islands. Now, you know, normally a hurricane comes in, there's a storm surge, there's all types of water, there's, you know, winds, all these things. And the storm surge is usually the worst part of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. Now, what's weird about this hurricane was there was no storm surge on the islands. There was no water. There were just winds and fire. Mm -hmm. So that was another strange thing about this situation. Now, what was unusual about this was I was on Zoom.Earth, and I was looking at the wind speeds that were reported at the time of the hurricane. And you can go through and look at each day. That's what I did. I looked at each day with the hurricane passing by the islands and looking at the wind speeds. And what I noticed was, was the wind speeds were fairly low. But what was interesting about this was people were showing videos of the winds just blowing things over and knocking things over. So something of that part of the narrative was not adding up to this as well. So when I started looking at the wind speeds, I started thinking, okay, maybe it's some man-made winds from the wind farms that are nearby the city, because that's actually kind of connected into this. So the winds were very strange. And then as this fire windstorm thing played out, what was weird about this whole situation was first and foremost, the water was turned off. People did not have water to put out the fires as this was occurring. So that was a big one, you know, and <laughs> if you think about it, every person should have access to water if there was a fire taking place. And I was doing some research today and everybody can look into this. It's called One Water Hawaii. And it's all about how they're going to save water. And they decided to save water on a day in which there was a fire taking place. Now, what's also weird about this is they even have an event called a day without water. Good gosh. So like it's, this is all, and, I, and I'm but, saying- But Matt, we're, we're, yeah. we're all in this together. So, I mean, what's wrong with that thought that we can't even drink water on this great day of unity? It's just, it's, it's crazy. And this is what people have to be aware of. And I also noticed that during the time in which this occurred, the sirens did not go off. Now, if you don't know about Hawaii, Hawaii has one of the largest siren system in the world. 
it's used for hurricanes, tsunamis, volcanoes, any single thing that happens, they set the siren off. So the- I read it and it says fire. It says yes, wildfires. Wild- <laughs> yes, and wildfires. But the person who was in charge decided that this was not the time to use the sirens and also said he does not regret not using it. Good gosh. This is, you know, people need to be aware of the people who are in charge, we'll say, of their actions, and they should be held accountable for all of this. So those were things that didn't make any sense. Now, I've had many reports of people who have told me that they were trying to bring in goods and supplies to help the people after this whole thing occurred and took place, and they were denied access from helping. That bringing food, water, gasoline, materials, to a point in which people were getting on boats to come around the other side of the island so that they could bring in their goods. So people were being denied access of help. The other thing that was interesting, too, was another person reported that people were being pushed back into the fires. When people were trying to leave and go through the one road that pretty much goes out, the officials were telling them they need to turn back around and go back into the fires because the power lines are in the way. So when you look at all of these setups and scenarios, and I'm just putting it all out there, when you look at all of these setups and scenarios, none of this makes any sense. Now, what's also another part of this is the fact that there's been lots of donations. You have all these donations from like Oprah, who has a thousand acres on the island. You have all these donations. Well, from and she just bought it. She just bought that in March of 23. Did you know that? I didn't know it was that recent. But March of 23, she bought so another like 300 yeah. and something acres. So she just so happens to buy that land just prior. You know, that's something that's fishy. And then when I remember five years ago, she was giving out cars on television to people when people were just in the audience. But in this scenario, she's giving out shampoo and conditioner and toilet paper. You know, so you see this narrative of the difference of the celebrity doing one thing on television, but the other thing amongst a tragic event, you would think that she would bring the people in to house them so that they would have a place to stay. She's got a thousand acres. I mean, she could probably take in everybody. This so, whole this whole thing stinks to high hell. The entire thing. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, I don't know when you want to transit. Well, do you have more to say on it before we go to the next topic? Yeah. So, and then the last parts of this, you know, and like I said, all the celebrities' houses were untouched. You know, there none of their houses were damaged at all. But the people who live there, their houses were damaged. You know, so that's another part people should be aware of. And the last part, which now is becoming fact-checked on all of my posts and my videos and all of these things, is the fact that I mentioned, and I showed the documents, of that there was a smart city conference in Maui in January of 2023, and it wow. has the word smart written 155 times in the article. And they are saying that they are not trying, the fact-checkers are trying to say that they're not trying to set up a smart city in Maui or a smart island. But when you read the documents, it's written 155 times. What's also weird about this is just before, just after this event takes place and this tragedy, that Hawaii was actually going to have an event in September of the Hawaiian Digital AI Government Policy or Conference, whatever it was, transitioning the government into an AI system. And when we tie back the information of who's holding that information, we see that that information from this fire and from this disaster is connected to Bill Gates and Microsoft getting the data from this information. 
So if we see all of these things, and that's the summary, and I'm just putting it into all of the things, but when we connect all these dots, we have to look at it from every angle instead of the narrative that it was climate change and that's what did all of this. Well, here's another dot to connect. Um, the county of Maui. So this is the mayor. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Somebody sent it to me. Mayor Richard uh, Bissen. I don't know if that's his name. State of the State of the County Address, March 21st, 2023. Have you seen this yet? I think so. Yes, where he tries to say to take the land. No, nope. no, this isn't. Well, and it might be, but this is in uh, paragraph 13. I'm pleased to report that the financial state of the county is stable and strong. This Friday, I'll be sending the county my administrator's per, my administration's proposed budget for the upcoming fiscal year to help it to help. Then it goes down. My proposed budget includes an 8% increase contribution, which equates to approximately $43 million towards that specific purpose. Here we go. To prepare for adverse situations that can impact our county and affect our bond rating, I've also increased the county's emergency fund by $40 million, up from last year's $3 million. Like quite the jump from $3 million to $40 million on March of 2023. Which is, yes, five months prior to this. And that's why, like you said, people have to connect the dots to see that these things were either done prior or even uh, impacts that maybe were going to happen after. Like, for example, rebuilding and turning it into 15-minute smart cities so that people are aware of that as well. Because that follows that. You know, they're, they're, they're putting these funds there. And it, I mean, right then and there, that's five months before this event. And, and up to $40 million from three. I mean, normally on something like this, wouldn't you be like, hey, maybe we'll add another million dollars to this? Oh, no, 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 no. This went up 10 times the amount or more. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit, Matt. Um, well, do you have anything else to say on this? Because I want to switch gears to the to the whole, um, the do, the direct energy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we can, we can, we can switch to the next one, yeah. Okay, so here's a tweet from... Um, Here's a tweet from our great leader of, of the free world. We're laser focused on getting aid to survivors, including critical needs assistance of a one-time $700 payment per household offering during this unimaginably difficult time. Are there direct energy weapons? We already know this is a fact, right? Yes. So when we look at Lockheed Martin, they're one of the largest producers of DEWs. They're also one of the largest donators to Red Cross, mm. people who come in and clean everything up after something takes place after a direct energy attack. Now, what's weird about this whole situation is Mountain Dew actually had a drink called Maui Blast, pineapple flavor, and the, 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 the drink is called D-E-W, Dew. So that's another weird situation. Now, the other weird situation about this is on the islands, there's a whole bunch of laser targeting facilities and all different types of facilities relating to this type of technology, you know, and when you get into all of this, this kind of goes back into a lot of stuff that happened in Vietnam as well, that can also be put together in this where they used forest fires as a military weapon. And if we think about what's happened with these houses and the places that have all burned, it looks like something was attacked and 
and cooked. I mean, there's there's no other way of putting it because you're right. You know, when you when you get into this and you look at this and you look at the footage, it looks exactly like Santa Rosa, California. It looks like Paradise, California. It looks like what happened in Colorado last year. It looks like what happened a couple times. It looks in- like what's happening everywhere. I just got another message from Canada. Somebody sent me a message from Canada today that said, "What happened in Maui is now happening in the Northwest Territories of Canada right now." Media will be blocked for any Canadians like myself just passing the message. This is happening everywhere. And what are they blaming it on? And they'll say that it's the climate is changing. But the thing that's missing from this whole equation that I want everybody to look up, it's the 1976 Weather Modification Act. You can see who is modifying the weather. It says on page four, it's a global mass weather modification project in order to battle the climate changing. But it talks about all of the programs which are changing the climate. And this includes, you know, increasing storms, tornadoes, floods, droughts, rainfall, fires, you know, all of these things as a result. And it even says, which it's the House of Representatives and it's the Department of Science who are talking about this and all the other three letter, three letter agencies in there. But they also describe on page four that people could be skeptical to doing this. And if you sit there and think, yes, who wouldn't be skeptical in saying I'm going to change the weather and kind of just see what happens in order to save the planet? Because now, if you think about it, you're above nature and nobody is above nature. But, you know, when we look at these documents, it's important to know these things. And it's important, like I was saying, too, to look at Vietnam. Look at what happened in Vietnam. I even had somebody reach out to me who had to go through all of that. And they used very similar technologies that are seen in this fire as what happened in Vietnam. And it's almost identical. So now, people- there's there's videos of the actual big blast, right? Like there's videos of one house, it shows, boom, you could see this big explosion. And then the camera went offline. You saw that one, right? there Because they're fact-checking that video. You know this. So that was the one at the Maui Bird Conservation where there was a gigantic flash. And I showed that where the sky was videotaping and it was the forest. And all of a sudden you just see a pop. And, you know, people were first saying, if it's power lines, why are power lines in the middle of the forest? Because that Mm -hmm. would cause a fire if they ever did go down. Other people were saying they were transformers. Well, this is a conservation for birds, protecting the birds. If you were protecting the birds, why would you put a transformer in the middle of the forest? If that was the case, it would harm the birds. And what's also weird about that video is the guy said exactly a a flash. He said there was a flash. And, you know, when you start to look at some of the the wording from some of the, the, the reports that came out, people reported flashes, almost like just something pop. And then all of a sudden there's these fires. And a lot of the videos I've seen, because there's not many, this is the other part that's missing from the equation. There's not much footage on a lot of these things because a friend was telling me they have a 12 mile radius of an area in which you're not allowed to go in and film and you're not allowed to show. So if, you know, these things were natural and I'm going with, you know, that is a natural narrative and that these were wildfires and these things, then how come nobody can cover it? How come nobody can see any of the footage and how come nobody's seeing both sides? They just keep seeing one side and that's the side that's not showing who did this and how all of these officials, especially like even the one you just talked about with the governor, 
how they should all be held accountable for their actions. If every single thing that we just talked about is exactly true, all of those people should either be fired, removed, whatever, and held accountable for their actions for the things that took place to all these people. And there's so many factors in this, but it's all, like I said, getting swept under the rug. And what's more crazy is there was a book that came out on Amazon talking about how this was climate change I know. and it was published two days into the fire. Yeah, I mean, have you ever read a book in two days, let alone write, edit, publish? Good. And did you see the name on it, what the name was? Dr. My- Miles. Miles Stones. Yes. Like milestones. It's like, this is satanic. That's what this is. Yes. This is unbelievably satanic all the way down to the Mountain Dew Maui thing. See, I think, you know, my personal opinion and those that know and listen to the show, I I believe in God, right? I believe God is in all the details of what's light and true and everything. He is in every little minute little detail, but so is the devil. The devil is in the details of the darkness. So do not discount that this is that this is a spiritual war that we're facing and things that you can't even believe. That's right in front of your eyes. It's right there. They have this spiritual war that we're facing. They have to tell this stuff. They have to they have to say what it is. That's part of kind of I think the universal laws. And that's why it's very 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 important that we see this stuff and we call it out for what it is, which is wicked. It doesn't make sense. The hurricane below Oahu wasn't the hurricane below Oahu. Yeah, the hurricane was almost 500 to 600 miles away. So where's all the videos of Oahu and all the and all of the the wind of Oahu? Because Oahu is in between Maui and the the, the hurricane that came through. Am I right? Am I right about that? Yes. So there's there's a lot of footage that's missing with a lot of these things and. There were other fires on other parts of the islands, too, which also took place. And then someone messaged me yesterday and said some of them are still burning. So, like, they're not even getting coverage. You know, so that's the thing. When you look at all of these things, you know, things do not add up to the narrative in which we've been told. The death? What about the death toll? Yes. And then you have that. You know, you have cars which are just sitting in the street. And those people could have perished. I saw pictures of dogs and all kinds of things. People just perished, you know, and... The issue with all of this is, like I said, is people need to be held accountable. And that's that's what it comes down to, because this is an act against the people. It's, uh, you know, uh, we could use the word T and we know what that word is, but it is a, a T attack against the people. And that's what it needs to be seen as. It's not just this climate stuff and all of the things that they've been telling us, because when you look at it, these plans are being orchestrated. These they events are. being orchestrated to start start with COVID. Yeah, and that. Well, t- let's start with let's start with yeah, uh, twenty twenty. You know who was orchestrating <laughs> that? The people who were in charge to shut down small businesses and tell people <laughs> germs are jumping all over and they shouldn't go out past eight o'clock. You know, it's the same thing. Now they're using the weather as a weapon and telling us that it's our fault. Now, what's interesting, and I want everybody to know about this one. There's a documentary called The Light Bulb Conspiracy. And I highly recommend everybody look into this documentary. It talks about how technology has been purposely diminished over time so that it falls apart and breaks. So if we talk about the pollution and the changes that are needed and saving our planet, then why are engineers going out of their way to make technology fall apart faster so that it can turn into garbage and pollution? It doesn't make any sense. But we don't look at that part of the narrative 
we just see what's shown and flashed by Operation Mockingbird, which always keeps portraying the same narrative. They try to keep fueling the fire on this situation, and that's the important part to be aware of. This is amazing. It's amazing. And and I think the hardest part is for a lot of us that are just watching this and trying to report it is like by the time we've got all of our facts and we've got all of the, you know, this uh, shining the light on all of this darkness, something else happens. It's like, and then another thing happens and then another thing happens. And it's like, this is a full on full press full court press assault on the United States of America, because if America falls, which they, 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 America has to fall, the economy has to fall. That's one of the reasons why they went after a uh, small business at the very beginning of March, 2020, because if small business is supposed to make up of most of the economy, however, it's about 50% of the American economy. Now after 2020, I don't know what that number is, but if you can crush small business in America, which they did, then you can you can completely crash the economic this whole that's why they're taking cash, which is a whole nother topic. What do you think's what do you think's next, Matt? I mean, when you look on the horizon, how long do you think we've got until this sucker to where they really start clamping down, you know, when it comes to the food chain, when it comes to the resources that are in the ground? You, you talk a lot about water, which is you, you open my eyes to how water is, it's such a lie. And they fact check that, that water, hydrogen and oxygen. That's how I first found you. Hydrogen and oxygen, always creating water. Oil is unending. So what do you think's next? I mean, I think, I mean, I see everything as an awakening, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of see it that way. And it's like, even this event, this is an awakening for many people to see and open up their, the blinders to seeing things. And what I've learned, you know, through the last two years is everything is abundant, whether it be water, whether it be energy, whether it be food, whether it just be the air we breathe, you know, everything is abundant, but we are shown the opposite. What has to happen is people have to create awareness and spread awareness as much as they can. If they know something, they should speak up. If they have an idea, they should speak up. This changes things. It's very hard to stop millions of people from doing something, even billions, if there are billions of people on the planet. But, you know, it's very hard to stop that. And that's kind of what my thing has been about. And if we have others who are also doing that, we can make a change. Because after a while, people will just say, I'm not putting up with any of this. I'm not being part of your game. I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore. I'm not going to do this. You know, there's lots of things that all of a sudden will change like that. And that's the part is we have to remember that there's a lot of us, a lot of us. I mean, there are so many and we have to be aware of that and we can support one another. That's what you're seeing now. Now you're seeing donations and funds being set up by people who want to help the people who lost things, who want to protect the people. That's what we're seeing now. Now you're seeing this shift. You're seeing the people coming together. And I had a message today about how there's so many people there right now trying to help. That's the other part that's not televised. The fear, the chaos, and all of this will be. But the part of the resolutions and the solutions that are happening, that's the part that's not. And as people wake up to one thing, it spreads all over the world. And I think, as I said in my last video on Monday, when I went live talking about all this talk topic, 
I talked about there needs to be a revolution. And I stand by my ground on that because the fact that a lot of these systems are broken. They're completely broken. They don't make any sense. Even our educational system, all these things, it doesn't make any sense. And we need to uplift each other, bring positivity, and show abundance. Because like when me and you met and we first started talking about water, and when you see a different side and you live in a state just like me where it's a desert, you know, and where they're trying to push that we're running out of water. But when you know the truth, number one, you can have access to that water we're never running out of. And number two, you can tell people and inform other people so that they can be aware. And that changes everything. Because once the whole city says, yeah, I'm not listening to you. I'm not being a part of this anymore. How are you going to stop them? What are you going to try to tell them that now we're going to have to come in and, and take your water from them? Good luck. That's all I can say. Good luck with that. So I say this, you know, as my thing. But moving forward, they will try to do a lot of nonsense. You know, you have some stuff that they're trying to plan with germs and whatever else and all the other goofy things that they're going to try to make up. But people need to be aware. And this event and 2020, I put both of those and the Vietnam War, because I'm not even going to forget that. But all of those should be events to think about and to research. And anytime someone tells you any stories, even us just talking, research it, look it up. You know, look up the documents, look up all those things, because you can do your research, educate your family, and also educate your children and the next generation so that they don't believe the nonsense. Matt, thank you so much for joining the show. I appreciate you more than you can imagine. It's so good to see another man using his voice for truth, light, and righteousness. Thank you. Happy to, happy to put it out there, my brother.